Hi, and welcome to Great News. This is a podcast that I do. I'm Kevin Ryder. This is uh, Mike Catherwood, and we bring you... This started on our radio show in Los Angeles on K-Rock when Ali McKay brought in the idea and said we should actually do a segment where we talk about people who love and take care of each other. And we said, no, it'll be ridiculous. And then she brought it up about three more times and we said, all right, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And it really does restore your faith in humanity. These stories are stories of good people being good. And a lot of those people still exist, contrary to the way you feel with the media and social media and news and everything else. There are a lot of people out there who are still doing good. You will... I mean, I, I don't know about you, Kevin, but I there's so, there's so many stories that it's almost hard to parry it down to just three, you know, three an episode because there's just thousands and thousands of stories every week of people doing amazingly giving and loving things. And that is the basis behind this show. <clears throat> Kevin, I'm going to do the intro in the fashion of probably your favorite overall artist. Okay. Fred Schneider from the B-52. <laughs> 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 it's the intro intro the show's about to begin bro say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues kevin and mike are here to give you great news that's pretty good that's not bad i used to talk so much about how much i did not like fred schneider um i don't know he just drove me crazy and then one day there was a knock at the back door of the radio station i opened it and i was standing face to face with Fr fred schneider and I was just thinking, does he know everything I've said? Could he possibly be here to beat me up? He couldn't beat me up. I could take him. All those thoughts are going through my head in a couple of seconds. My first uh, great news story is about a kid who showed up to snowboard and his friends were going to show up and teach him how to do it. He'd never done it before. And his friends said, we'll meet you there and uh, we'll teach you how to snowboard. Then the kid showed up and the friends did not. And somebody else that was there said, you know what? I'll teach you how to stop. He told me his friends left him on his first day. So I offered help. Can I give you some advice? Yes, baby. Yeah? What's your name? Ruiz. Ruiz, I'm dead. While your heels are up, you're going to push down on the toe in the direction you want to go just a little bit. Push that toe down just a little and then hold it there. Perfect. Go the other way, Ruiz. Where you're going. Be patient. Don't lean too much. Nice. Let's go back the other way, Ruiz. You're all right. Hell yeah, yeah. dog. You're welcome. Good to meet you, bro. Have a great day. <laughs> Have cow king, dog. That was sick. Ruiz's first day. Friends didn't want to come. We hooked him up. That's pretty cool. That is. That's pretty cool that he's going to sit there and take his time with a guy that he doesn't know and teach him how to snowboard. That uh, it's a great story. And and screw that kid's friends. Right. That kid needs better friends. Here's um, this next story is about a uh, Internet star. And oftentimes you don't find that they are ripe with a lot of giving, loving stories, but. This young man is, uh, his name is Steven Shapiro. I'm not familiar with his work, but he's huge on YouTube and he has uh, like 600,000 followers on Instagram and stuff. He makes these videos for, that's what he does for a living. And he's clearly very successful. Well, he went to get a haircut and made a video of it. And this haircut lasted, and I'm not exaggerating, two seconds. Um, 
Did you say two watch seconds? And two, he, he's kind of just playing a prank. Check it out and watch how this turns out. And I've been doing hair 20 years, so you know what I'm saying? Like, perfect. I didn't get, I didn't finish yesterday. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's That's ring it. That's all you came in here for? Yeah, let's ring it up. Like, I don't have to do nothing else? No. Oh, yes! <laughs> That's perfect. You know what, I'm not even going to charge you for that. No, please. I'm not charging you for that. No, please. I'm not charging you for well, that. Well, I'm paying, so. Well, I'm not taking any money, so now what are you going to do? Well, how about, how about this? Do you take tips? Yep, I take tips. Okay. Yeah, I'll do tips. Shut your face! Not enough? Are you shut your face shut up! Stop! It's enough! You're really giving me hundreds for a snip snip? You did this is the best haircut I've had in a long time. Shut your face! Are you serious? You're joking! Please. Is it is this counterfeit money? No. Shut I gotta go on Facebook, right? You did not just Do you know? Let me tell you the blessing that you are right now. I need to rent money. No lie. Like I seriously need to my rent money. <laughs> Here, let me, I have more in the car. I want, let me stay here. <laughs> Everything. I, oh my God. Thank you so much. Dude. Oh, thank you. See the angel here? Me? No, he she came. is the angel. This man gave me $600 for two second haircut. <laughs> wow. Wow. Awesome. Look, look at what that meant to her. Yeah. And, and, uh, at Steven Shapiro, if you, you know, support this kid, obviously, you know, it's kind of self-serving to make a video about it. But either way, he knows he's like, I make a preposterous amount of money doing silly videos. And he gave her 600 bucks and it meant the world to her. She was down on her rent money. And uh, thought that was a great story. I think there are a lot of people who look down on the fact that people make social media about it. I'm all good with that because we see yeah. so many stories about the negative people. Let's make videos of people being positive and being good and share them as much as you can. Sure, sure. No, I, I, I totally agree. And um, I, I think that, yes, you know, if we're going to get pedantic and start dissecting everything, it's like, okay, well, he could have done it without the video. Fine. But it doesn't change the fact that he just really changed her he life. He saved that woman and she was so overwhelming and happy. It's like, so what? Whatever the motives may be, the end result is great, loving, giving stuff. Also, props on him for wearing a jersey with the number 69 on the back of it while, while doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what is your understanding of the difference uh, of the um, cause and effect of cattle and greenhouse gases? I believe I, I'm, I'm by no means an expert, but I believe that it is is in fact their poo and farts, the the methane methane that comes from that that it negatively impacts the environment. A huge amount. Okay, a huge amount. However, uh, there's a farmer on Prince Edward Island in Canada. And this rewrote everything I know about, about cattle, who has possibly come up with a solution to this issue of cattle. Watch this guy. As the effects of climate change continue to accelerate, the UN says the strongest lever we have to reduce global warming is to curb the emissions of the greenhouse gas, methane. But methane emissions continue to accelerate. CBS News meteorologist and climate specialist Jeff Berardelli is back with more now on a game-changing solution to slow methane. Jeff? 
Good morning again. Uh, you know, globally, methane is responsible for 30% of global warming. And of that, livestock, such as cattle, account for a very big chunk, about one-third of all methane emissions. But a solution may be right over the horizon. We travel to Prince Edward Island, Canada, to meet a man whose unlikely discovery has the potential to change the world. The miracle cure for climate change is right there in that tub. <laughs> Nature. Yeah. Nature has a solution. Yes, yeah, always mm -hmm. to every problem. Mm -hmm. Just we're not paying enough attention to it. From the moment you meet Joe Dorgan, it's clear he's quite the character. There's more education in a turnip than there is in me. I got no education. Often self-deprecating for a smile, Dorgan is being modest. He's no average Joe. In fact, he stumbled upon what is nothing short of a climate miracle the seeds of which were planted through five generations of family farming along the shores of Prince Edward Island, Canada. Back then, farmers harvested seaweed for feed and fertilizer. This is stuff here, prime stuff. This is what's used. We don't take nothing out of it. We don't put nothing into it. This is the cure for everything that ails anything or anybody. While beachgoers may consider seaweed a nuisance, Dorgan knew from experience it was teeming with potential. So he sent samples of it to Dalhousie University in Nova Scotia to test for organic certification. Turns out the high uptake of natural vitamins and minerals in seaweed drove up reproduction and milk production in cows. Joe knew instinctively that seaweed would be healthy for cows, but what came next was a big surprise. Research revealed an unintended consequence. Seaweed made cows less gassy. They found out that feeding this to the cattle would reduce the greenhouse gases by as high as 40%. Ruminants like gassy cows have been labeled climate villains, but not because of what comes out the back. You see, cows have a very unique way of digesting roughage, requiring extra digestion and boosting burps. Those burps emit methane, a heat-trapping greenhouse gas that's 80 times more potent than carbon dioxide. All right, hold the video. In a year, hold the video a cow a emits... Stop the video for a second. It's not even... It isn't even coming out their butts, Mike. It's their burps. Did you know that? I didn't. I mean, I you. I said at the beginning of this story, I was like, I assumed it was poo and fart. I did too. I've always yeah. assumed that. But this is, um, the, it actually comes out from cow burps. And this guy has discovered a way to stop that from happening. All right, let's roll some more. Much greenhouse gas as a small car. So with animal numbers now skyrocketing to help feed a growing human population, livestock accounts for 15% of global emissions. That's the challenge that motivated scientist Rob Kinley, who worked with Joe on his organic certification 15 years ago, to find a seaweed species with even more methane-reducing power. We started testing seaweeds from coastal Australia and it wasn't long before the Asparagopsis species showed up, and it showed up in a big way. So big that we didn't even believe what we were seeing. It took multiple runs of testing this before we believed what we were seeing, which was we couldn't find methane anymore. You heard right. Kinley's research showed Asparagopsis, a common type of red seaweed, has the potential to virtually eliminate methane emissions from livestock. How crazy is that? That is nuts. Zero methane emissions from cattle. I love that 
farmer guy, by the way, Same. Like Prince Prince Charles Same. Island, or whatever. He's like you, like if you asked any average person to do an impersonation of a pirate, he literally sounds like that. <laughs> he does, and he. I knows- don't got no education. <laughs> Turnip has more education than I have, but but look at what he's discovered. Just uh, it's amazing. It's truly that is a beautiful story and. Now the- the actual problem has come in that they're trying to get people to adopt this. They're trying to level it up and grow this business so that they can use it worldwide. And they're trying to talk people into the fact that if they use this seaweed, it would actually change our world. Let's, hey, listen, I'm always bitching and moaning about the government. At least I don't know how things are globally, but in this country, I'm always bitching and moaning about the government getting involved in stuff. Finally, here is the subsidy stuff that you can do, federal right. government. Make it so it's beneficial financially for the farmers to use this stuff instead of other stuff. And uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. That is uh, that is a political Mike Catherwood. Thank you. Um, <laughs> in Kentucky recently, there was a devastating tornado. Um, we just learned in that last story that Mother Nature is undefeated when it comes to doing good. Mother Nature undefeated when it comes to wrecking stuff. They, yeah. You know, tornadoes. Are, are terrifying and uh it did a lot of damage a lot of families were negatively impacted there was fatalities there was people who are now homeless there are people who are dealing with diseases the whole thing it's a it's a mess and jim finch is just one of many people who uh decided to pitch in however he could check this out I gotta do what I can do. Show up with some food and some water. No, they don't have no electricity. So that means they don't have no electricity. No restaurants and no running water. So I just figure I do what I can do. Show up with some food and some water. No, they don't have no electricity. So that means they don't have no electricity. Restaurants and no running water. So tornado and the damage. I just figure I do what I can do. He brought his gigantic smoker and grill and a truckload of food and he just started grilling up and handing out food and water to people who were in need. And there was tons of them, no electricity, no, no heat. Um, and, uh, I thought that that was a, a beautiful story. It Good really is. It's one of those things where you think, Oh, how can I change the world? Well, I need to come up with some magical, uh, life changing thing that I can help. No, this guy is a smoker. So he, he brings a smoker down and gives food because it does what he does. He does what he can do. And he brought hundreds of pounds of food and all out of his own pocket. And he just sat there and, and served it up all day, all night. So Jim Finch, beautiful. We applaud you. Uh, my next story is about an 80-year-old man from Arrain Moor off the Donegal coast. Now, a lot of this is, I believe, Irish or Scottish. I can't I even say, tell. Isn't that Scotland? I can't tell. All right. One of the two. But you, I won't, you won't be able to hear most of what's said. Understand most of what's said. But the guy's name is Paddy Conning, Conningham. And he says that he is, he's an 80-year-old guy. And all he does is go from spot to spot to spot where there's a pier and takes a dip in the water. He doesn't swim across any long amount. He just gets in the water when it's freezing and gets back out. And then packs his van with his with his living equipment in it and his gym in it and drives to the next pier and gets in the water and is raising money for charity by doing this. Watch this. Okay. Okay. And a 
Roscrone County Sligo and 80-year-old Paddy Conaghan is setting up to record his first ducking of the day for social media. His Coastal Circuit of Ireland Peer Challenge began last weekend on Oran Moor to raise funds for a Donegal counselling charity, Gemma's Legacy of Hope. I did four yesterday, so if I, if I get three and four a day, I'd be happy. The last time I swam was probably 1962, until last year. I had to, I had to learn again. Because used to go in there every New Year's Day for for a swim for charity, but I, I never swam. I just had a dip. So when I started this project off, uh, I had to start training. And he's still training. The van Paddy kitted out to live in on his journey doubles as a mobile gym. It's an old an old banger. Hope hopefully I could be going. But I think it'd be okay because I got some holy people give me holy water. So I have that in the front. So where do you sleep? That's the mattress there. Water, cooker, and in the front you've got a generator. When it gets too cold, it's not bad yet. So I'm all set for it. Why did you start the challenge now in the middle of winter rather than coming up to the summer? Yeah, this. Well, if you do it in the summer, people will be saying, ah, oh, yeah, he's having a great time going around Ireland, you know, we'd, we'd give him money, you know, to have a good time, like. So it's a, a lot of you in the winter time. So it's a bit of a challenge then. So how will you spend Christmas, Paddy, and your 81st birthday in January? Yeah, same thing as I'm doing now. So I want to keep the momentum going. I'm getting old. I haven't much time. Uh, I'd like to do something before I kick the bucket. Paddy has set up a GoFundMe page for donations. He's not taking cash on his journey, which he hopes he'll complete by February. Eileen Magner, RTE News, Kalala. That dude hasn't, hasn't gone swimming since 1962 and had to relearn how to swim and he literally only jumps in the water for eight ten seconds gets back out that moves on that truly is awesome i right. I, I okay i'm i'm not no i'm not gonna say it never mind <laughs> good i was gonna nope go with the sake go with the travels around nope go with the gym version. nope uh how about how about them titties though patty like, <laughs> How about them titties? He's 81, dude. All right, good. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. And he's raising money for charity. How are you going right. to pick out his body? Uh, you I'm sorry. A body You're right. I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Well, They're we'll a nice B-cup, so what? We'll take care of that in post. <laughs> um, Kevin, this is a very simple story, but it is beautiful. And I'm sorry to those of you who are listening on the audio-only version. You really do need to see this, but this man is reunited with his dog who ran away after a fireworks show after seven months. And this is caught on camera the moment when he was reunited with his dog. Good for the heart. 
Wow, that's good for, good the, for the soul. Dog. Although it did t- it did take the dog a bit to warm up. Yeah, seven months. Uh, he was, was like, like, wait a second, who are you again? I was like, come on, man. Where does the love come? <laughs> I'd be that way with my wife after seven months. I'd be like, wait a second, who are you? Oh, lady? no, she'd be that way with you. That's a good point. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, if you'd like this uh, podcast, go ahead and subscribe and uh, maybe, you know, tell your friends about it. Let them know that this is Spread exists. the word, man. Yes. Yes. Do a little bit of great news in your own life by uplifting someone else, by exposing them to Kevin and Mike and our show here is the outro. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'd like to have a request. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> outro! You know what I'm talking about, bro! Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. <laughs>